Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is June 14, 2021. The time is about... 3.30 3.30 p.m. Redding MPC does conduct Zoom conferences every day. For those people who are in the conference, please press star. Sorry, please press, uh, raise your hand. You'll be asked with your name to ask questions. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast or the media, you can check out timings at rnlagram.com. Good. Catherine. Jagdish. Hi. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you, Rahul Redigal. Thank you very much. Um, I have one quick question. Uh, my me and my wife applied for adjustment of status separately with our own companies. She got her um, uh, EAD approved. Mine is still pending. I did my EB2. Both of us did EB2 to EB3 downgrade. And mine was approved and hers is still pending. I want to add her to my uh, to my application as a derivative starting July 1st. I just wanted to know if her uh, EAD will be valid uh, no. no, EAD will not be valid. If she if she gets added to my as a derivative, no, EAD no, no, it won't be valid because she's trying to give up that adjustment of status. Unless she wants to keep that adjustment of status, give up your adjustment of status. Uh, her EAD is not valid. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Naveen. Naveen? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Rahul, this is Naveen. So I was in India and I received 221G for present proclamation. And uh, it's for a Dropbox visa, H1. Do you suggest any action do we need, do we need to take now for like submitting an IE or any letter? Uh, you can try. You can request them saying why you meet the NIE. And there is a particular format that you have to follow to do that. I would recommend to have you consult a lawyer to do that. Your company lawyer could do it. Okay. And one more question. Like, Can, I, can my spouse go for H4 interview in case of 221G? You have a 221G. She's there right now, is that right? Yeah, she's here. She should not go for it. Okay. And okay. my H1 extension like is like my H1 is expiring October 16th. Mm-hmm. So do you want me to wait for file extension? For, file the extension. In counselor processing? Yes. Okay. Next next person, please. Gautam. Hi Rahul. Thank you for taking the call. My son right now is on F1 visa. So uh, like uh, we didn't apply for I-485 for him. Uh, our dates become current right now. 
so my question is when you say your date becomes current you mean to say final action dates become current yeah final action date yeah mm-hmm. so if if i wanted to apply for him i485 uh he's on f1 uh like but he may need to have the opt ead uh if i apply for him uh i485 is it going to be a problem is f1 visa why are you concerned about f1 because uh, like he was uh, just crossed the 21 years i know but uh, he comes under the sespa rule and he is protected on the 485 application sespa is right yeah yeah so when we applied kick the, uh, kick the f1 out you don't need it okay. file the right 485 ignore them okay so but he is already in f1 right so that is uh, okay yeah he can file the opt that's not a problem just because he is an opt just because he is on the uh, adjustment of status he is still eligible for opt oh okay so i, I don't under- but why did not you file the 485 before because uh, when uh, like uh, the day when filing Uh, the attorney said uh, we should not be filing for him because he's a is about to cross 21 uh, years. I don't know. I don't know. Everything I would have filed the four eight five. There are people who are like four days. I still filed for them. They were okay. becoming twenty one and four days. I filed four eight five for them, and now their priority date is going to become current. They'll be in good shape. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Shri Hari. Hello, hi. Uh, thank you for your time. Um, I I filed my for my I four eight five last October. I'm waiting for my EAD and advance parole. Um, I have a question. During once I get my advance parole uh, for a year, is it uh, and if I live outside the country, let's say India or somewhere else, um, I know it's safe till the advance parole expires. But would I be able to renew it, or would I have to change to consular processing if I decide Why? to live outside US until my final action date is current? Why do you want to do that? Oh, uh, I just got a Canadian PR, and I want to uh, go and just uh, claim it as well, since my final action date is many years away. Uh, I I need to stay there for at least a little while to get the PR card. I I was been told that you just have to go and get the landing papers and fly back. Uh, correct. Well, with the current climate, though, it it's taking a while with quarantine and other things. How long it's taking? uh it, it might it might not be long it might take only a couple of months but i just want to understand in case i decide to stay longer and wait there until i get my i want is there a risk how, how long is very important is it like one month two months three months 10 months uh so so sir, i understand advance parole will be granted for one year is it like until the expiry it's safe to stay outside the country is no. that correct no no that's not right okay that's not right here here is the problem though you guys forgot that you guys can get a green card in united states rightfully so because people like me told that it's going to take 100 years for you to get the green card though but right now the green card is coming and now you want to play a drama on it it's like this you've been praying god for all these things tapasya and now the god appears and i said i'm going to go to sushi and come back get it over get the get the boon over Uh, is my solution i would rather want you to take a risk on canadian green card not on a us green card it is wrong you're under the wrongful assumption that you stay there for one year and you come back in advance parole no that's not right you abandon the intention of settling in united states you have a chance of risk i would recommend that you don't do that thing if it's two months i'm fine if it's more than that i'm not fine next person please thank you so much um gayatri can you um, put that medical um interfiling please there are a lot of people who came today first time and they want to get the medical filing things 
Um, she was going to attach in the chat, guys, you can download the document. When you send it, you need to attach the 485 application. You need to send it with the medicals. Now you need to create one for each person in the family and you can put all medicals all wife, kid and husband, all three of them, you can put it on only one FedEx document. You, oh, sorry, not FedEx. It's going to go in USPS. The reason is that it's a PO box address. Uh, in the, you have to send it to the 485 receipt notice what that address is. And I've listed all these points out to you in there. Uh, it's uh, she, Gayatri is going to provide it in the chat. You can download it. Next person, please. Jumana. Yeah, hi, Reddy. I am Jumana here. Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter is 25 years old, and I wanted to ask whether uh, she can apply for H1B non-cap exempt with a uh, non-profit organization. Non-cap cap exempt, you mean to say? Um, yeah, because she was not uh, selected in the H-1B uh, cap this year in the lottery. It's not that the, it's not that it has to be just non-profit organization. It has to be non-profit and higher education institution. Okay. For because example, Red for example, Red Cross is a non-profit organization, but it's not a higher education institution. Okay, but if it is a hospital or something, most. Not all hospitals, but some of the hospitals are higher education. The simple way to find out is an easy way, but not an absolute way. Are there medical residents? You know what medical residents are there. If they are there, most probably 99.99% of the time, they are. Uh, so you have to find it with them if, the, if it is a nonprofit and a higher education both. So you, you can file. Uh, if we come to you, you can do the need for Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I have one more question, like, you know, that if she's appointed as a contractor and uh, if the payroll is conducted by somebody else, so can she get a non-profit uh, like H-1B? You can, you can, but uh, I wouldn't recommend Ready and Newman PC for that though. Okay. The answer is you can. I wouldn't recommend Ready and Newman PC. Why? We haven't done much. We have done only one or two and we don't want to do it anymore. Okay, so you have anybody who can you can recommend? You can drop an email to us once you have it. If they are non-profit education, then we can recommend you some people. Okay. okay. okay Next yeah. person, please. Thank you. AK. Hi, hi, Raul. Thanks for your time and your help on on all things immigration. Um, I'm EB three India May twenty fifteen priority date. So it seems like my chances are pretty good for the October filing, but, but as, as things evolve, how would you calculate? Is there some simple did, math? Did you, do to... did you, uh, EB3, what you said? EB3 India, May 2015 filing date. Sorry, May 2015 priority date. So the- Is your company you... not, is, is it uh, an EB3 you said is right? Yeah, EB3. It's a very good chance, but if you want me to give a guarantee, no. Right. And, and what can happen between now and then to what will make it push out or? I would recommend that you should try to pre-prepare your application, make it ready though. What we are offering in our office is that we charge them like a very minimal amount of money. And what we do with that is that, uh, what we do is that if, if your company is willing to, we'll prepare the entire application and make it ready though, okay? And, you can do that in that way that in that way uh, you are prepared, but your company must be willing to open up for that thing. 
check right. with your immigration lawyer if they are going to do it okay and if if the october uh, filing date doesn't hit my date is, am i going to have to wait years again is this the one and one opportunity or because the well, the ball is moving forward it can happen the following year um it's it's going to be very tough to say that it's going to be uh, next year also it's going to move out if it doesn't move this year though there's a good chance it may not move um but if you uh, there is a good chance it may not move that's what i can say okay Thank why you. why it doesn't move is that because we have this extra 150000 green cards it has to move why doesn't it move it otherwise typically we are only allowed to get 10000 green cards a year now all of a sudden we have 160000 green cards though that's the reason it's supposed to move gayatri can you uh, resend the description i gave it to everybody if anybody want rahul. to use our services for that sure rahul yeah thank next you. person please one more time guys there are a lot of people who showed up for the medical interfiling thing the document is attached gayatri attached it in the chat you can get it guys next person go ahead uh, gayatri pratap uh hello rahul um this is the first time i'm meeting here uh i, I today i wanted to talk uh, i have a question regarding my brother uh i have mine but i will ask her next time but uh, for my brother uh is a priority date was uh, 2010 march uh, 30th and uh, he got mm-hmm. a medical and uh, 485 uh, j uh, rfe in may and he sent it uh but uh, they sent uh, a noid letter saying that the 485j is not attached so uh, now uh, is there any way that you know uh, what documents he needs additional documents he need in the meantime he got a receipt notice saying that uh, he attached a 485j um so that is well, a well, co- co- confusion what we have doesn't matter what i tell the trick is if it's a small snake or a big snake you only use large stick to kill it kill it so if they are telling you to 485j supplement has been not been received and they have issued a notice of intent to deny simple way is send the 485j again okay so don't fight okay. don't fight don't okay. fight is there any uh, cover have... letter or any offer letter no, that again i the cover letter is there um this is happening with lot of other people guys i don't know i will tell you one example of it recent medicals for the entire family the 16 year old guy did not sign the father signed for it technically 16 year old people are supposed to sign the signature they sent a letter to us saying hey you know we don't want to separate this young kid and give the green cards to the two people please send this one they approved the green cards for them they they didn't want to deny so they've been very nice though i mean they've been very very nice though when it comes to this stage though it could be that it might have been misplaced somewhere okay if it's been misplaced they could have denied the 485 they have authority to deny it because you didn't answer the question so they have been very nice help them out ease them out okay don't fight with them so uh, rahul in case if we need to go through attorneys uh, with you so is there uh... you can, you can drop an email to us go with the same lawyer don't need to change the lawyer i don't think so lawyer is wrong no actually he didn't uh, use lawyer uh, while okay, uh, responding should, to that they should don't never not use the lawyer for 485j supplement 
never not use please use the lawyer guys next person please thank you yeah i'll give you my email address there info at rn law group gatri is going to provide you can use that next person sure. please sure rahul but the previous link you, is rahul. incomplete can you please resend it uh that link is income no it goes let me thank you rahul garu yeah i'm going to send that link okay sure rahul thank you sir uh, the next caller is rao hey rahul good good morning yes sir good miss mr rao i can't hear you i can't hear you mr rao i was able to hear but you did something that i can't hear you now gatri can you hear me Yes, Rahul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I can hear you. Yeah. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. Actually, you know, uh, I have a query regarding my wife's H one. So we we filed her H one to this year, twenty twenty one. It got picked up in the lottery, and while uh, filing up the uh, petition, so my uh, the employer, the consultant people, they said like since she is having ten years of experience, but she doesn't have uh, a computer's background. She is a microbiology, which is a BSc. like you know 3 years of experience bachelor's experience but uh, before we they were going to file they said like it is going to reject because she doesn't qualify the norms of the you know h1 i i got the question i got so i i got the gist of what they are telling you what is your question to me yeah can is it true or can we uh, you know since she lottery i mean she got picked up in the lottery so is there any way we can process for filing she got to pick it up as an it professional what yes. your lawyer is telling is that this is a very and she has 3 years experience in computer science or she does not uh, she doesn't she is into 3 uh, years uh, education background in bsc like microbiology and no no experience in it at all no no experience it 10 years so what your lawyer is telling is that it's a very heavy risk though it's not telling it's going to be automatically denied yeah you have to say yes i will take the risk oh uh, he is saying it's not possible okay he is not saying the risk he is saying like it's going to reject that's so what you said it's okay i will accept it file it tell him okay so But believe me there are yeah, believe I'm me sorry please i have given some people 5% chance and they came back and they told me that i cheated them because it couldn't have been approved and i told them 5% and they told me that i cheated them so your lawyer is trying to be more conservative which i understand so your lawyer is saying it's going to be rejected then you said tell to them i understand sir but i am willing to take that risk okay so is there any chances like i, I just as a set curious you, there are chances there are chances since she has 10 years of experience there are chances but it is a risky case and you keep on insisting and you keep on back back telling that lawyer though he will be very annoyed you just answer to that question i am willing to take the risk and go with it you have a very very nice lawyer yeah. okay okay thank you sir. i he is much better than i am next person dwanit dwanit Good afternoon, sir. I'll jump into my question. Uh, my priority date is Jan 2030. EB3 downgrade has been approved in priority. Biometric done. Uh, there is no 
no further progress regarding EAD or anything on my application. Um, mm -hmm. I have two things in mind. One is a change of job. And secondly is kind of, I was planning to take a two month sabbatical in between. So should I wait for the EAD to come? Can I take before the EAD a sabbatical of two months? Uh, or how does it work? Before the year um, and after you, you said your I your H1B is uh, sorry, your I140 is approved and you have the biometrics done, right? Correct. But your EAD is not approved. Correct. Don't try to take any sabbatical. I don't know what the meaning of sabbatical is, but anyway, don't try to take any leaves right now, period. Okay. Not this is this is not the right time okay. to risk. Okay. okay. Not even um, after EAD, right? Not even after EOD, I do not want you to take a risk. After you switch to the company in that two, two months? No, never. No, no, never. Okay, okay. And uh, how easy is it to, uh, should I wait for the EAD to come to switch the job or should I, can I just go and uh, change it? You can, I'm fine with it. I'm fine okay. with it. It's not that risky, uh, okay. but you, you have to have the new company file H1B. That's the only big part oh. of it. Can't I go directly on 485J? How can you work? Okay. Okay, so you I don't have, have EAD. You All don't right. have EAD. So that's okay. a minus point though. But uh, okay. if the company so is willing I'll... to file a H1B and you have to file H1B and 485J supplement so that you can start working for that company. If you want to avoid the H1B, you have to wait for the EAD. Okay, fair enough. Thank you. Banu Prakash. Banu Prakash. Sudhir. Hi Rahul, thank you for taking my question. Uh, it'll be a quick question. Uh, so my wife's H4 EAD is going to expire next month. So she got her uh, GC EAD. Uh, we filed last October. Uh, so she expired the GC EAD and got approved. So if in case, <clears throat> if it expires, it's going to expire next uh, June. So in case if you apply for renewal and if, it, if we didn't get the GC EAD renewal done in time, can she go back to H4 EAD? You can, she can, if the EAD is pending, she can work 180 days beyond the expiration date of the EAD. This is only for the 485 EAD, not H4 EAD. So if it's expiring in June, somewhere in January, you can file the extension and she can work until December. Right, but the processing times now it is showing around twelve months. So that is no, where the not. concern is. It's it's not twelve months. It's way less than that. Okay. It's twelve months only if you're filing fresh application. If you're filing a renewal application, it's only three months right now. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, Rahul. So in case if she need to go back, can she travel out of the country and come back uh, using automatic validation or does? No, that's going to complicate the entire thing. We'll discuss okay. it at that time. You have sure. only less than 1% probability. When it comes in, I would like to discuss at that time. Sure. Next Thank person, so please. Manoj. Manoj. Janardhan. Oh, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so I have a small question. Uh, I have a I want for the food with my previous employer. And uh, I switched uh, job in like 2019. Uh, my priority is actually February 2018. So what are the chances that like, you know, we think the wage dates will move to 2018 this year? I have an offer like, you know, uh, uh, from my employer A. So I'm um, just that opportunity. Yes. To go back? Um, are they really, is it EB2 or EB3? 
right cbt actually uh, are they willing to do downgrade yes yes yeah i already checked with them so and you've been are, with this company people. you've been with this company for 2 years you haven't done anything ah uh, they just started my new firm in uh, i think march or uh, april so i don't know like how long it's going to take i i am going back i'm i don't tell you what to do i'm going back sure thank you rahul that's the next person please gurunanda gurunanda patil uh, uh hi rahul uh, my uh, my priority date is december 2011 in eb2 mm-hmm. video uh, can you hear me yes i can okay. december 11 2011 december 2011 eb2 mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. i downgraded to eb3 in december 2020 mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. myself and spouse only uh, did mm-hmm. not file adjustment of status for my 17 year old son as suggested mm-hmm. by attorney and uh, my employer is not ready to upgrade i140 in premium processing so my question is if my priority date is current and i40 is still pending should i file aos for my son or wait yes. For- yes i would file it if you're considering i don't know why these people have not filed for the kids they're crazy people though um the the, the simple question to you is that would you care 45000 dollars you spend on filing the 485 application for your son i uh, know the question is i mean he said it may create a problem doing f1 if we had to oh, come on come on so. yeah i would i would definitely file a 48 application for your son it does not he's 17 so anyway final action date is becoming current okay. i would file him right uh, now uh, i would not even wait i'm getting disturbance from your phone i can't hear you okay okay and the question is if uh, if 140 gets denied so If What the 140 gets denied, the entire 485 application for you, your wife, and your son will be automatically denied. Next person, please. I'm having disturbance from your phone. Krishna. Uh, Krishna, go ahead. Krishna. Hello, can you hear me, sir? Yes, go ahead, Krishna. Yeah, sir. Uh, I have 140 approved in EB2. Mm-hmm. I have the plans to move from state, from one state to other state. Oh, one state. No, so in this situation. Is that a consulting company? It's a, with the same company. No, it's a, with the same Is... company, Oracle. Okay. Oracle, Oracle America. Based on the history of the company, though, because Oracle is a popular company, right? Based on the history of the company, though, would you have any problem in firing the 485 if you move from one state to another state? Based on my knowledge about Oracle, based on what they did with the other people, the answer is no you're not going to have any problem following the 485 uh that means like uh, they're doing amendment currently so that will be uh, my oh, they're doing, they're doing, August 2017 they are doing they are doing amendment for the labor and i140 uh amendment for just for the uh, change of state is it h1b sure amendment or labor amendment which one they are doing it h1 uh, they are doing they do h1b i guess yeah, yeah. h1b amendment that's, because that's they, different the change of state that's that's okay. different they have to do it okay it's a must they have to do mm-hmm. it but when it comes to the green okay. card though it's not where you're working does the position the previous position where you're working is it still existing based on my history how they filed it they have said yes it is and they filed for it for application now could they do it differently they can always do differently though if they want to but they have done it that way previously with that company 
okay uh, they're doing it uh, one fourth i mean again uh, the perm again uh, when i move to a ah. uh, different state oh, wow let's do they one file again did they send that to you yes they are going to do uh, once i move to the other state but can you tell them the can you tell them i'm not going to move can i stay at the same state uh-huh. okay so that going to be a problem if i move now okay yeah because then they can't file a 485 application if that's what happened don't move then okay 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 sir because okay. remember there was a guy who was asking me the question hey my prior date is 2018 with company a what should i do i told i'm going to go back to that company now if oracle mm-hmm. is going to file a labor certification i140 again for you to file a 485 application mm-hmm. that's going to take a long time they may not file the 485 application for you so i'm going to tell, i'm sticking with the same place okay so but, but it's still it's 2017 august so they do, do you think uh, by this time by this year it is going to touch the... remember uh, in october of 2020 it moved 5 years nobody estimated and believe me i estimated i was the most liberal estimator that came to 2012 and maybe early part of 2013 everybody else estimate was different mine was the most liberal thing and i was wrong by two years okay okay so at this point of time it's not worth changing mm-hmm. next person please okay sir thank you so much yeah. uh i'll go for the next two callers guys uh gayatri can you tell leo that i'm getting late for 4 o'clock by 10 minutes sure rahul manoj uh hi rahul uh, good afternoon thank you so much for it, your what you're doing uh, i hope you can hear me uh, sure. so my my priority date is april 2014 uh, uh downgraded from eb3 to eb2 uh, recently got my own putty premium process approved um got ead aos and now waiting for the 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 october uh time frame um i like last time i asked like uh, uh, in one of the forums i asked you uh, if i got a new job offer um, okay uh, the only only question was sorry two questions that i had is uh, who generally i gives me the supplement j um uh, is it my current employer or the future employer so that i em- not the current employer the future employer has to give you the f- supplement j okay uh, okay and and the future employer uh, uh, if they give me the supplement j i should be able to proceed there but they are trying to file h1b uh, for in premium for me and my wife h4ead and h4 so don't know if that even makes sense uh, they are just trying to make money the lawyers are trying to make money okay so but i don't know what create a problem right oh no no that doesn't create a problem it's just uh, they're just milking the money for the company that's it okay but is that something illegal is that going to cause any problem for your h1b no no it doesn't it's not ethical for for them to do it but you see a lot of those people okay and okay. they have they are bigger building than i do <laughs> go ahead i think last time when when one of the podcast that i was listening to you talked about some like 5% risk and 10% risk uh, having to maintain your current h1b while you are on qualify yeah. yeah. that's what i was kind of trying to I, say. it's it's like uh, yeah it is but still overall risk percentage is still lower though it's a, it's a rfe problem it's not a straight denial mm-hmm. but if if they leave you no option i'm still going there at joining them okay okay 
So uh, I think the October time frame is what we should be looking for to get the good news, like typically 480, somewhere around. Green card. Yeah, that's right. Um, just before I go to the next caller, guys, I just want to inform you that there is, a, can you put one more time, uh, Gayatri, the uh, medical interfiling? A lot of sure, people uh, came for medical interfiling, guys. I'm putting the sheet in the medical interfiling in the chat. You can download the Word document. You can, you should enclose the 485 receipt number. You should enclose your medical. You need to create that sheet for each family member separately. You need to send it to the address which is listed on the receipt notice of your 485 application. All the family members can go in one, one envelope. Next and last person, please. Someshwar. Hey, hi, Raluladu. This is Someshwar Bijala here. Sure. Uh, my priority date is March 2013. I filed for downgrade from EB2 to EB3. And uh, uh, I have been trying to convince my lawyer to upgrade my premium processing and all. He is against it and all. So if I convince my employer for supporting it, can I change the lawyer and go for 140 premium? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's all your employer. Remember, we lawyers have to follow the directions of you guys. We don't have a discretion. Unless you tell us to do something illegal, we have to follow the directions. Yes. Yeah, the company can change the law. Yeah, we are willing to take it. Okay, sure. There is nothing there in doing premium processing. You guys can do it by yourself. There is nothing the there. Only catch There's is no. that uh, my, my uh, like I have switched the job and this is with the old employer and I'm planning to go back to them and I've, uh, it is in the process. I've been attending interviews for them to go back to that my old employer. Uh, my fear is like they are not doing it only because that I'm not currently with them and if 140 gets approved, they may be thinking that I'm free to go with 485. No, there's nothing wrong with what they're trying to think. They were trying to attract you to come in the company. Nothing wrong in what they're doing, but uh, that's the legality they can. Okay. Sure. So it, is, it is possible if employer agrees for it, right? Absolutely, yes. And, and Thank you, guys. Uh, if I may ask in this forum, I don't know whether. So what would be the, just for upgrading, what would be the cost for the lawyer? We in our office will charge $100 because we have to prepare the package, get it signed, put it in the FedEx. Correct. But will the lawyer ever look into the premium processing? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, only, only, I, I know, I understand. See, we if don't I convince my employer uh, to switch the uh, like lawyer and all, so they will ask again how much would be the fees and all those things. That's the reason I'm nah, sorry to they, ask. As I said, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's normally some lawyers charge 200, 300. I, I'm not going to blame them. They're reasonable. That's nothing wrong. There's nothing there. No lawyer ever looks into the premium processing. I mean, it's just the legal assistant do it. We just sign it. Next person. Uh, sorry. Th thank, thank you, guys. You, thank for you very much. Yeah. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 1130. Don't forget that we do have a YouTube and Facebook live every Tuesday for one hour live. You can check our things at uh, RN, uh, um, at uh, uh, Google, uh, sorry, at YouTube. You can check in Ready New NBC. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.